This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Uh, hopefully you have a nice, long, extended weekend as we get ready for the 4th of July. And we celebrate our nation's independence, fireworks, and cookouts. How much will it cost you to host your own 4th of July party? We'll find out. Jefferson City puts on a great fireworks display. We'll tell you about Salute to America. Hitting the road this holiday, Nick Chiberia of AAA Missouri has some tips to protect your car and take care of yourself during these hot days of summer. And watch where you step. Missouri's largest spider is the Texas brown tarantula. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, even the spiders. The tarantulas are on the move. Cameron Connor is here with David Bruns from the Missouri Department of Conservation. David, I'll start. Uh, The male Texas brown tarantulas are basically cruising for babes right now, aren't they? Uh, that's what, what, what they do, and, and it's widely um, uh, called or perceived as uh, a tarantula, the Texas brown tarantula migration, although we use that term a little bit loosely. Uh, uh, technically, it's not exactly like a migration that we would see in birds or monarch butterflies or some species of bats, but it is uh, a seasonal movement. It might more appropriately be thought of as being kind of an annual mating ritual uh, that we can encounter uh, these Texas brown tarantulas in certain habitat areas in certain near certain natural communities here in Missouri. Gotcha. First off, j- just for giggles, because like obviously it's not it's not it's the exact opposite of how it's actually perceived. But could you imagine if this migration, if they actually did kind of like lump together in like hundreds and would move down to different areas of <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that'd be a little intimidating for some people. Yeah, that would be, uh, you know, sort of a characteristic of a typical migration of of a species or several species uh, moving over distances, uh, generally in a particular direction with a particular departure and arrival time. And uh, th- these these Texas brown tarantulas aren't uh, actually doing that. They uh, don't have a kind of a single direction of movement. They are moving. Uh, they and that's when we encounter them is when they're crossing roadways during this movement, and it's the male tarantulas that we're encountering during this migration, and in their um, search for females to mate with, uh, this movement really helps them because if they did not do that, then we might have this species might have kind of inbreeding if the males and females are just staying and mating in one spot, there will be inbreeding, and that's not a good uh, success strategy for for any species. So this seasonal mating ritual really helps the genetic diversity of the Texas brown tarantulas. Okay, and how long does this this migrating mating season really last? Uh, The male tarantulas, and they take about uh, eight years, give or take a year, to mature. And when they mature, that's when they get this urge to move to find colonies of females and hopefully to find a female to mate with. And this could start as early as June, uh, but it really picks up during the summer. And so we see more and more movement of these male tarantulas as we get to the end of September. It kind of peaks around September, uh, and then it um, sort of peters out into November. 
Okay, and for those of you that are just now tuning in, this is Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We're here with the Missouri Department of Conservation's conservation educator, David Bruns, talking about Missouri's largest spider, the Texas brown tarantula. David, let's honestly just have a little bit of an educational session about the tarantula at this point. As I just mentioned, this is Missouri's largest spider, and (laughs) I think in a lot of ways... A lot of people out there, arachnophobia is a real thing. But to my understanding, this is a pretty shy, peaceful creature for the most part, right? Yes, uh, this is actually considered to be a fairly uh, docile and non-aggressive species. Um, in fact, a lot of people like to keep them as pets. They, the venom of the Texas brown tarantula is not medically significant to people. I've heard it can be painful, and their their jaws are large enough to cause a small wound that may potentially become infected. But for most of for spiders here in Missouri, you pretty much have to press the face of the spider against your skin to be bitten by them. And why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that wouldn't necessarily be the uh, the wisest choice. I I think I'm in complete agreement with you there. So how about, so since this is the overall largest spider for Missouri, what what are we talking about size-wise? Well, we like to measure spiders from the tip of their nose to the tip of their tail. And so they can be, from the tip of the nose, uh, the males, which are smaller than the females, can be about one and a half inches, and the females up to two inches. They're significantly larger and if you want to measure the legs, we're talking probably three or four inch legs, leg spread. Yeah, so definitely something to make someone jump <laughs> if they saw it on their, on their stroll. Well, the, you know, spiders in general are, are kind of, they're hairy and they're kind of freaky. And that's what makes them so interesting and cool and why people are uh, so interested in learning more about spiders. And, and fortunately for us, we know that the vast majority of spiders that we encounter in Missouri are essentially harmless to people. And, you know, we snuggle up with our pets from time to time. And I was having a conversation with a colleague earlier that was saying, you know, we snuggle up with our pet dogs, not realizing that the dog has been in a patch of poison ivy and we contract poison ivy from our pets. And uh, I can say uh, that there, uh, to the best of my knowledge, there is no documented case of anybody contracting poison ivy from snuggling up with their pet Texas brown tarantula. <laughs> At least not yet. Never say never, I guess, right? So when we're going into it here, how about when we talk about overall regions of where these things live, are we talking that these things are head to toe all over Missouri, or is there more of like a centric region, a southern region, region that they like to stick around? Well, they definitely like particular habitats, and a lot of people associate tarantulas with sort of desert environments, uh, dry, arid, scrubby types of natural communities, and that is the case here in Missouri. Uh, We don't have uh, deserts in a proper sense in Missouri, but we do have desert-like areas that are glades. So these glades are big, uh, sparsely vegetated, rocky areas that are very desert-like, and those are the areas that we find the colonies of the Texas brown tarantula. In Missouri, we have some good glade locations that are in Jefferson County, uh, that's in East Central Missouri, and then in the Southwest around um, the Branson area, uh, Greene County, 
uh, Stone County, Taney County, there are these glade complex areas, uh, relatively high quality glades where the Texas brown tarantulas are, are found. Okay, okay, gotcha. And in my five years living in Missouri, I, I love to go out and experience lots of the trails and lots of the nature areas around what this great state provides. I've only seen one of these once in person, actually moving around. It was crossing a trail or something, if I remember right, just getting across the road. What exactly, I guess for anyone that's trying to look for signs that they might be in the area, is there a certain habitat, like maybe it's a hole or a certain like nook in a tree? Like what, what do these things live in where you could indicate, hey, that might be something that lives in there? If I am in Missouri and I'm on a relatively high integrity glade area, so it's it's a more or less a, a treeless area, kind of like a really rocky prairie with a lots of maybe big flat limestone or dolomite rocks that are laying around, that's when I would uh, be thinking to myself, this looks like good Texas brown tarantula habitat. So, David, in conclusion about the Texas brown tarantula, there's really nothing to be worried about with these things, right? Well, I'd just like to say that I think that it's really cool that we have this large spider living in Missouri, that it's not a species that anybody needs to be concerned about. It's certainly the the, the migration, which, uh, as I said, starts in June and uh, kind of peaks in September, might be a good excuse for people to get out of their neighborhoods, uh, go to some areas where we have uh, glade natural communities and at uh in for, for example in the month of september and uh be on the lookout uh the spider the movement of these texas brown tarantulas the males as they're looking for the colonies of the females for mating purposes uh, they tend to be really on the move about one hour before sunset so there's still enough light and people can be driving or walking a trail uh close by these glade areas and have a good chance of experiencing and and being a part of this really neat phenomena that we have here in Missouri. All right. Well, you heard it here. We have been talking about the Texas brown tarantula on Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri, with the help of conservation ed- educator for the Missouri Department of Conservation, David Bruns. David, thank you very much for hopping on the show today. Thank you, Cameron. And for anyone who tuned in late, or if you want to play this back, share it with anyone, make sure to search Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri.